everyone. Welcome back to Love Life Support. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? So today's podcast is going to be entitlement or inconsiderate. Entitlement or inconsiderate. Now, I will tell you guys, we've read all of these stories to each other already. Yeah. Because this was going to be the podcast a few weeks ago and everything got messed up. Yeah. The whole audio sucked. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. I don't even know why it got messed up. We're using the same mics. We're using the same thing we usually do. And it seems like it's going good. So hopefully this is good. Yeah, we should be good. So let's get on to it. <laughs> what is that? Is this is this an intro song. Oh, that's our intro song? Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's start with the first one. Am I the asshole for not giving up my seat on the airplane? My wife and I were traveling on a 10-hour flight from Europe to Asia last week. We booked our tickets well in advance and also managed to book the specific seats we wanted. Two seats in the first row in the middle column of seats. We paid for these seats as it was going to be a long journey and wanted the extra leg space. When we boarded, there was a woman holding a baby seated in the middle seat. We had booked the two aisle seats on the off chance that the middle seat may be empty, but with full intention for me to switch to the middle seat if the passenger wished to sit in one of the aisles and not between us. This woman, before I even had a chance to put my bag in the overhead compartment, asked me, can I be really cheeky and ask you to switch seats with my husband? She then pointed towards her husband, sat in the second row on the left side column of the aircraft. Only the first row has extra leg space and requires additional payment to book the seat. She then told me that her husband needs to be next to her to help with the baby. My wife stayed quiet while I politely but firmly told her that unfortunately, as his seat is in the second row, I wouldn't be moving there as I had specifically paid for the seat with extra leg room. She then claimed that she and her husband had paid as well, but they placed him in the second row, which seemed very suspect. Either way, I stayed firm. Then the steward came and requested me to switch with the husband on her request, and I had to tell him the same thing, making things quite awkward. She then threw daggers at me for some time. The baby started crying after a while as well. Thankfully, the steward came back and told me there were two vacant seats in one of the other first rows and offered to move us. We ended up moving there but could hear this lady animatedly make comments about us to her husband from behind for some time after that. When I recounted this incident to my in-laws, they said that I should have just moved as she had a baby with her and that turned into a different conversation about baby expectations. My wife agrees with me that her poor planning is not our problem and that we should have stayed if there were no other first row seats. It just so happened I read an article about a similar incident that happened with mixed opinions in the comments section. Mm. So, am I the asshole? This person gives a little bit more information. Okay. But, I mean, it really isn't all that much information. <laughs> it's just basically saying that they want it extra leg space. <laughs> right, right, right. And that 
um, they paid more for it. <laughs> well, basically, the lady with the kid and her husband over there is entitled. She thinks that just because she is asking politely, she's going to get her way. But little does she know that this man paid extra for the leg space. And yeah, but then yeah. she lies. She's like, she's like, well, we paid it for extra leg space, too, and, and they put him in the wrong spot or something. Clearly, no. Clearly, you're just lying. Yeah. Um, This is definitely entitlement, and the person is, the OP is not being inconsiderate. The other person is being entitled. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't think there's anything like any information that we could be given to be, to change that. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. I think that people just hear, oh, but she had a kid with her. She exactly. Had a yeah. With her and think that you have to drop everything. Whereas he could have spent, you know, an extra 30 bucks on that seat. And for both of them, and then it's 60 bucks. That's $60 that he expected to, you know, be using for a purpose which was to have extra leg space exactly because i'm assuming they're tall people <laughs> right right or whatever reason it doesn't even matter they wanted they paid for it they wanted it they paid for it and the other person did not plan like there was two seats in the first row that was vacant like okay maybe those people didn't just maybe those people just didn't show up right it's a possibility but it seems like they could have had two seats next to each other. They just didn't want to pay the extra price. Right, right, exactly. And then they wanted to be moved up. And the big thing um, on this one was, why didn't she offer for... Um, why didn't she try to switch with whoever was next to her husband? Instead exactly, of yeah. Switching with this guy. Right. Because she wanted the extra space. Yeah, that's what it is. It, it could have been simple if it was just like, oh, yeah, you want to be with your husband? We can make that work. But if you want the extra base, you have to pay for it. Like, that's not that hard to explain. Yeah. But also, he wants to be next to his wife. Everybody will drop anything for someone who has a baby. But if you said, oh, I want to be next to my husband, people would be like, I don't give a fuck. Who cares about that? Right, right. And it's like, there's a baby involved. Oh. Ooh, there's a baby exactly like like if anything That's she could have been on the aisle seat and which he was already probably gonna have them switch like he didn't mind being in the middle seat but she could have had that aisle seat and then she could have been like kind of near her husband at least it would be easier to switch with the baby like you know exactly you know? exactly like that's the most that could have been done but no she had to be selfish. Um, so the top comment was, why didn't she offer the extra leg room seat to whoever was sitting next to her husband? Yep, exactly. Someone said, not the asshole. You paid for extra leg room and paid for that seat. You were under no obligation to switch. If she wanted to sit with her husband, she should have booked side-by-side -side seats. Yep, basically. All right. Yeah, that's like all it comes down to. Let's go to the next one. Am I the asshole for sharing the private text my conservative neighbors send me with the neighborhood group chat? I, male 32, moved into this neighborhood two months ago. The neighborhood is kind of busy with lots of activities and events taking place. I have a next door neighbor named Steve. From what I noticed, Steve has an important place among the neighbors. He is conservative and somewhat influential, if this is the right word. 
So anyways, Steve keeps inviting me to participate in, in events, but I tell him I'm busy. I work long shifts as a nurse, and he seems to get personally offended whenever I decline. He was nice about it first, then he started spreading rumors about me being agonistic, and introverted, and antisocial. I ignored him, and then he started complaining about everything I do or don't do, like my front door cam, the lights in my driveway, the garage, the dog, and the list is endless. I had a stern conversation with him in front of the other neighbors last week, telling him to leave me alone and stop complaining to the neighbors about me for no reason. He said something about how he was just making sure to include me in the events and also try to get me to avoid any violations about lights and pets. I said thank you, but I need to be left alone. Apparently, I pissed him off because he sent me a private text basically berating me for calling him out on harassment uh, towards in front of the neighbors. He then cussed me out, and here's what he said word for word. One likes you in the neighborhood anyway. You are an inconsiderate slob and a effing jerk. Just go away. You won't be missed, and no one cares about you or your pathetic dog. I was shocked that this type of word choice came from a religious dude like him. I had it, and I took a screenshot. I shared it with a neighborhood group chat. There was silence on their end, but Steve came over this morning, lashing out about how I'm basically trying to ruin his reputation in the neighborhood and turn the neighbors against him by sharing a private text that only I was meant to see. He yelled about how he can't even show his face at the church. I argued with him, and then told him to go F off, and shut the door closed. I went to work, and that was the last time we spoke. I did get a couple of calls from some neighbors about it, which makes me think maybe I shouldn't have shared the text. Am I the asshole? No. I don't think so at all. This guy thinks he can get away with everything. And then talk to you, and you just shared, you know, this crap that he's saying to you, and now he doesn't like it because people know how horrible he is. Um, this old man or whatever is being extremely entitled. Very rude. That he owns everything, or, or that he has so much power just because he's, you know, I don't know. Probably he's, he's probably like a nice guy, typically. And then so everybody's like in love with him. And then he's like, oh, I got all this power now. And everybody listens to me. Right. And all this stuff. And then, oh, there's one guy's not listening to me. Fuck you. You know, you're not sucking my dick. Oh, no. Yeah, right. What the heck? Um, yeah, this guy is definitely the asshole or, you know, the other guy. OP is definitely not the asshole. Yeah. Um... So, this guy seems very crazy. So, the top comment is, I would highly recommend you take measures to protect your safety. I'm getting some Dateline episode in the making vibes from this. Someone like this who is unstable and is easily embarrassed and prone to viewing himself as a victim is a serious problem waiting to happen. Please be careful and do not underestimate the kind of behaviors of which people are capable. Yeah, true. And, yeah. Uh, some people were like, protect your dog. He might try to kill your dog. <laughs> exactly. He, literally, he would be like, oh, well, he deserved it. Like, I what mean, the heck? Like, he did He did kind of come for him and his dog. But, right? I mean, hopefully someone's not so horrible to do something like that. But you can never be too careful. Right? Oh, my gosh. This guy's insane. All right. 
let's go to the next one. Okay. Am I the asshole for leaving a dinner date after he fed his dogs a better meal than us? Oh, Lord. Title screams entitlement. But let me explain. I started casually dating a guy two and a half months ago. We have gone on several dates, such as movies or dinner at restaurants and the arcade at the pier near the ocean. It's been a really pleasant time, and I don't want you guys to think I don't appreciate this guy, because I do, but this really rubbed me the wrong way. As for who has been paying for the dates, we usually split 50-50. He has paid for me once, and I have paid for him twice, but the rest is split. So he knows I have gastro reflux disease, severe acid reflux, that I'm on medications for. I can't eat anything that has red sauces, barbecue sauce, or artificial dyes, such as red or blue. Yes, the medications help, but only if I'm sticking to a pretty clean diet. I can't even eat hamburger because of the red dye they use. When I eat the things mentioned above, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. As I said, he knows all of this. We have talked about it several times. So he invites me over to his place and says he wants to make dinner. He makes a point to tell me to make sure you have a strong appetite. So I didn't eat anything at all since breakfast and I was starving after working all day. So I arrive at 6 p.m. and I see him making steak, eggs, potatoes, and corn on the cob. The small ones that you put in pasta salad. It looked and smelled delicious. He puts on a movie while we wait. So I'm in the living room the entire time he is cooking. Well, he keeps going back and forth between the kitchen and living room. And on his last trip back, he brings out our plates, and much to my surprise, it's pizza. I just kind of look at him and ask where the steak and eggs were, and he pretty bluntly said that was for his dogs, two German shepherds, and stated they eat better than he does. I reminded him that I couldn't eat pizza, red sauce, and he starts arguing that he made sure to not put too much sauce on it, and kept telling me to just try it. I asked if he had anything else, and he said no. I told him sorry, but I needed to go and excuse myself. On the way home, I grabbed myself something to eat. Well, he calls me, and it sounds like he is having a meltdown, saying he can't believe I made him feel like that, and that the pizza was homemade, and he made sure not to put much sauce on it. But he knows I can't have it at all, and said something about adding sugar to it, etc. Said I've showed my true colors. My friends also think I'm overreacting here and said I'm acting jealous of his dogs. Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> this one's rough because this girl is like going to die if she eats his stuff or have feels like she has a heart attack and you want to go and make her this food that uh, and she can't even have and then her, you make your dog have all the bougie gourmet food like... This ain't right. It's not the way you treat your girlfriend. And, yeah. Yeah. This guy is an absolute fucking asshole. Like, you don't make all that food. You don't tell a girl that you're going to make her dinner. You know she's allergic to specific things. He said, I'm going to make you dinner. Come hungry. Yeah. All this shit. Yeah. Make all these amazing things in front of her. And I bring up fucking pizza. Okay. And homemade pizza isn't even that good. (laughs) Depends. A lot of the times it's not even good, bro. Depends. Oh, I made sure not to put too much sauce. Bro. Unless it's like not red sauce. Like, 
Yeah, what are you doing? Something else? Like Alfredo sauce? (laughs) Or pesto? Exactly, right? Uh, You suck. And you suck big dick, bro. (laughs) Little bit. Like, you don't do that. And maybe, you know, save the steak for the girl rather than the dogs. Right? You'd think, right? And I bet this kind of guy is like, well, my dogs will never leave me, but women will. Oh, my gosh. Treat them like this. Yeah, well, you treat your dogs better. You're feeding them steak. Of course, they're not going to fucking leave you. (laughs) Right? If you stop feeding them, if you showed up with dog food, they might leave you. (laughs) They might walk out that door. (laughs) That's so funny. But yeah, you're right. They might try to find better. Right? You know your dogs would. (laughs) Um, So top comment is, no, not the asshole. This is what casual dating is for. He seems to have confused dislike of strong sauce, hence the sugar, for an actual medical condition. But it is odd that he can't seem to understand the simple medical explanation. Not sure this has anything to do with dogs. Yeah, exactly. The overall vote on this with was not the asshole, as it should. I agree. Um, it really doesn't have anything to do with the dogs. I guess <laughs> if you want to be nice to your dogs, feed them a little, a little chicken, a little. A little steak here and now, here and there. Sure. But to make a bunch of steaks and eggs and potatoes and feed that to your dogs, like, dude. Like, when you got a hungry girlfriend? Yeah. Um, another comment says, I am an old woman. I keep reading about young men not finding women to date. If they all act like this guy, I can understand why. Not the asshole. I know most men... Most young men are not like this, but wanted to make a point. Act like a jerk, and no one will want to date you. Sorry, it's true. And someone else said, Yep, yesterday I went to a cooking class and had to remind them that I am allergic to salmon. My table kept referring to how I dislike salmon, and I corrected them about my allergy. Then the next table over saw me eating chicken, and I explained that I have an allergy. They said that they dislike salmon, too. And maybe they could have a chicken, too. Again, I corrected them about my allergy. I mean, damn, how many times do you have to tell people that you're allergic to something before they stop referring to you disliking something? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Some people were like, oh, he probably just doesn't understand what an allergy is. It's like, how do you not understand what an allergy is? It's actually kind of crazy how many people, like, don't respect allergies. And I think it does have to do with the fact of people like, being like, I'm allergic to this. And then it's like, well, no, I'm not actually. I just wanted them to take it seriously. Right. It's like, dude, <laughs> this is why people don't take anybody seriously. Yeah, unfortunately. That's funny. Let's go to the next one. Am I the asshole for refusing to buy sister-in-law a house? A few years ago, my husband took on a new job. It was for a small startup business, and he took a massive pay cut to do it because he loved what he was working on. It meant long hours, so I willingly took on all the household responsibilities so he could work to the best of his abilities. Taking on all the responsibilities with our kids, and I also brought some money in with a small side job of my own. His hard work has paid off for us. This business has taken off and it looks to make a fair bit of money, more than we would have ever had, and my husband has gotten a 
substantial pay increase from it, as well as a share of the company, and his boss paid him a huge bonus. He also got a few other perks, like a company car. We are currently building our dream home. We also plan to invest some of the money so we had something aside for our retirement. Mother-in-law came to us the other day and told us that sister-in-law needs to move. She is currently renting, but the only properties available near her kid's school are for sale, not rent. She said we could afford to buy sister-in-law a new house and have sister-in-law pay off the house to us. Husband was on the fence with the idea. He thinks sister-in-law deserves a break. She has health issues and could use help, but I didn't agree. I said sister-in-law is great and responsible, but I don't like making these kinds of financial deals with family. They always go sideways, and I'm not 100% on board with the idea. I mentioned before we do anything, I like to contact our accountant and lawyer so we can see any issues that may arise from an arrangement like this. It will also mean that our investment idea won't be able to happen. Mother-in-law freaked out at me and told me that it's husband's money, not mine, and I'm just being a gold digger. I have no rights to any of it and husband can spend it any way he wants. I have no say. She said my husband worked hard for this bonus, not me. Apparently she always thought I was money hungry and this money is allowing my true colors to f show. Sister-in-law needs help and we should help family. She told me I'm a greedy asshole that only cares about money. Once she left, she texted my husband he needs to consider a divorce because I'll keep a tight leash on money. This is rightfully his and won't let him spend it how he sees fit. She also said he needs to get a good family lawyer to take the kids away from me or I'll use that as leverage to take more of his money. I also feel I need to add that when I met my husband, he had a retail job, which he quit and I supported him while he finished his education. I supported him when he had a crappy job and when his boss paid him nothing. It's never been about money for me. But now we have it. I just want to be careful. Am I the asshole? Yeah, so this family, oh my gosh. This family is so toxic and entitled. Um, they think that just because in this one scenario, the husband has money and you're not working, that it has been this case, your whole relationship, and you're just the gold digger. And that's a huge assumption and disrespectful. They think that just because, you know, you say no, that means you should be divorced. And not be part of the family, and and again, I, I think, I think you and I would agree that it's probably not even the mom. I mean, it's probably not even the sister who really wants yeah, this. Yeah, said that last time. That it's like if sister might have had no like say in this. Yeah. she might have just been talking to her mom and saying like, "Oh, I really need to move," and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then the mom took it upon herself to be like, "Well, he has money. He got a bonus." Exactly. Okay, so reading this again is like, I don't think, like, we read these stories. We hear all this stupid shit that people do to each other online, on TikTok. Yeah, seriously. On Reddit, and we're like, wow, and we kind of get used to it. But, like, I don't think people understand how big of a deal it is to say these kind of things to people. Right, right. You are telling your son to divorce his wife right. that he's been with for X amount of years. It seems like a while. They have yeah. a lot of kids. Yeah. Seems like How many kids? they're probably a little older because they want to, you know, focus on retirement. I don't know how many kids. 
Um, you know, she's been there for him for a while, like right. at least college, like right. time most likely. Right. So like, they've been together for, for a while, probably. Yeah. You're telling this man to divorce her because now he has money, and that somehow makes her money hungry. But also, the fact that she has no right to this money. You're married. Right. Once you get married, unless you have like a prenup. Like, you share your money. <laughs> like, your money yeah. comes together. Like, why do you think when you do taxes, you can do your taxes together? Or why do you exactly. think household income right. is both of you? Right. Like, you do your taxes as married, not just single. Like, it is different. Okay? It's because you guys should have access to each other's money, especially when you need it. So, it's like, this lady is fucking crazy. Like... You don't say that to somebody. No, you don't. And you this is divorce your wife yeah. because I want what I want. <laughs> yeah. If you if the wife is not entitled to the money, how in the fucking hell are you entitled to it, mom? Right. That makes no sense. Or sister. And yeah. Um so when we read this, I was kind of like obviously the mom is entitled and right. entitled, do you think that? But if we want to, like, crack down on it, it is still a nice thing to do. Because when we read it in the comments or whatever, she does say, like, they have enough money to buy a house outright. So it's, like, that is right. a pretty good investment. Right. And unless it's, like, under sister-in-law's name, which would be really dumb. Right. Like, if it's under your name, like, sure, you that's... can always kick her out. Like... Yeah, yeah, maybe that strains your relationship, but it also strains on your relationship if she doesn't pay you guys back. Again, yeah, like what's the worst she can do is like right, like burn the house down. That's the worst she can do. And if you have insurance, you have, like home insurance, and yeah. every home has to have insurance. So. so let's be clear here. So is it okay? You know, is it like fine for you to do this? Sure, if your if your accountant says it's a good idea, then fine. But should your mom? Yeah, yeah right. Like, right. Just get the word. Oh yeah, contract. you can make it work. But should your mom be the one to control the situation and yeah. tell you to get a divorce? No, this is out, out, way outside the line and entitled. And your mom is inconsiderate of everything. Especially since OP does say like, oh, she's responsible and always pays things on time and blah blah blah. It's kind of like, I feel like it would right. actually be a good idea for them to. Do it yeah. Obviously, it's a good investment. Yeah. To be under your name until like she pays it off. Right. And it's like otherwise and then if she doesn't want to live there anymore, then she can just Yeah, sell her part. Like yeah. you can just sell it and then yeah, you could give her back, like, I don't know. You could figure it out. Right. Like I do think that like you could help her out if you wanted to. Yeah. Obviously she wants to stay in a specific area for her kids. And she can only buy, and, like, she can't buy because she doesn't have the money for it. Right. But, like, honestly, like, if she's renting and she's always paying it on time and she's been, like, pretty successful with that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I would do it for her. You just have to make sure that That's always... you're, you, you protect yourself because, yes, I know family can be fucking dumb. Seriously. And not take it seriously because you're family. But I think if you, like treated it like this is strictly business here 
treat me like I'm your landlord for this specific aspect, then, right? You know, it'd be good. Yeah, I, I a lot of times in these kind of things, you're like, are you know, would it be nice if you did if you helped your family out? Yeah, you know, but that's beside the point. But you, a lot of times, Patty, Patty's like, yeah, I would I would do this for my family, but but I would have a contract. Yeah, and this is a different family. And also, it's just kind of annoying how quickly people were just like, oh, I don't trust family at all. But, like, like I wouldn't trust the mother-in-law right here. No, I, would I wouldn't. Probably trust sister-in-law because she's not the one who no. was, like, guilt-tripping you guys either. Yeah, she feels entitled don't to your like, money. What the hell? fuck over her sister because mother-in-law sucks. Yeah. I w- um, I'm curious what they say in the comments. So, comment says, so let me get this straight. Your mother-in-law asked for a massive loan for your sister-in-law. You counter by saying that it's a possibility, but you'd want things to be airtight to protect yourselves. And apparently that makes you money-hungry, not the asshole in any shape or form. Your mother-in-law is, though, a massive one. OP replies, I initially said a straight-up no. She was proposing some form of rent-to-buy situation, and I asked if sister-in-law doesn't pay the rent for six months. Would it be fair to evict her? Mother-in-law said no, and I told her that was the problem. There's no guarantee we would ever get the money returned. She ended up saying we shouldn't expect the money in return because that's what you do for family. Yeah, you'd be able to evict her because she would go right back to the mom. Like, that's the fucked up thing. It's like, oh, well, you shouldn't expect the money back because this is what you do for family. No. Also, sure. that's why you have the name, of the title of the house under your name. Exactly. You could just kick them out and right. sell the house. That's how you get your money back. That's the guarantee of getting your money back is selling the exactly, house exactly. to somebody else. Exactly. Um, so someone replied, quoting the, she ended up saying we should expect, we shouldn't expect the money in return because that's what you do for your family. The only people who say that are people who never plan to pay it back. It's why she balked. Balked is a word, yeah. Contractual rent-to-own situation, which, again, would be a great deal. OP replies, I honestly don't believe we would have too many issues with sister-in-law paying it. As I've said, sister-in-law is great. She's very responsible, and if we did something like that, I imagine she would pay everything on time. There's just a little red flag of doubt in my head. Yeah, and it's up to you entirely. Not your mother-in-law. Also, the husband said to his mom, uh, to back off and leave. Yeah, that's the best part. I love that. When guys stand up to their mother, really is, you know, it means something to the wife. Or and she OP does say that they wouldn't have to get a loan to buy her house. They could actually just buy the house, which is honestly a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if <laughs> you could imagine do Imagine having that much money. I feel like it would be a really nice thing for them to do. Yeah, and worst comes to worst, you start realty or like what do you call it like flipping houses or you want to call it you can just sell the house if it's yeah under your name just don't put it under her name don't just hand her the cash right by yourself <laughs> so do your name. good job name yeah then, yeah you might get fucked over if she turns you know to not have morals basically right right all right let's go to the next one am i the asshole for saying my stepsister's lack of support network for her baby is not my problem I'm 25 female, and she's 24 female. We're both pregnant and due around the same time. I also don't like her and would never spend time with her outside of something family-related. And even then, I'm not hanging out with her. We're just in the same space. 
My baby shower was organized by my cousin, who is a very good friend, as well as two other very close friends. The shower is actually today. My stepsister had nobody offer to throw her a shower, and weeks ago, my mom asked me to let her share mine. I said no. My stepsister then asked me to throw her one. I said no yet again. We're not close enough for me to invite her, so I'm not going to spend my money throwing her one. My mom told me she has nobody, that none of her friends offered and nobody in her bio family or our side offered either. I told mom it's not my fault. She has nobody. I pointed out it's time for them to ask why people don't want to do this for her, while she has no support network outside of her and her husband. Mom said I should be doing more because we're, quote, sisters. My reply was her lack of support network and baby shower are not my problem. For context, my stepsister and I both lost our other parent. My mom married her dad when I was nine and she was eight. She has always claimed her loss was greater than mine, has outright told me I don't have the right to grieve him the way she grieves her mom. She made up a lie when she was 14 about my paternal grandparents calling her an unwanted bastard because she was jealous they wouldn't take her out when they spent time with me. She told my cousin, paternal cousin, that they had to treat her like family or should get them in trouble too. It's how she got found out. She's also the kind of person who expects you to do what she wants and would never reciprocate. So I dislike her. I don't consider her my family and I still call myself an only child. My mom, her husband, and even my stepsister are outraged that I would be so callous about her. They say I should care about her and my, quote, niece. Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> nope. No. You're not being inconsiderate and they are being entitled. Just to say that you're not allowed to grieve the same way that I grieve. Or you'll never be able to, like, whatever. That is so, like, filthy. Yeah. What a filthy soul. Like, what? kid says that either yeah um yeah i mean you never liked her and you never will and she seems like she's an asshole to people in general and now she expects everybody to do something for her like bro yeah also, i don't like why doesn't the mom just throw her a baby shower exactly she cares like, that much yeah moms can throw baby showers too it doesn't have to be a sister or or, or friend or cousin it can be your mom, your mother-in-law, your whatever, your grandma. <laughs> um, on this one, everyone said not the asshole. And the top comment yeah. was not the asshole. I feel like if your mom cares enough, she should throw it for her rather than annoying you about it. Hope you enjoyed your baby shower at least. Also, was your mom aware of what she said when you were younger? Obi replies, my mom is aware. She sees it as being in the past slash stepsister being a kid when that stuff happened. Yeah, it sounds like you're an only child. This person sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I, I can't imagine that. Like, so entitled to be like, oh, you should throw, why don't you throw me a baby shower? It's like, because when I'm just trying to get through my life, and then I finally take a time to just, like appreciate where, where I am and like what I've accomplished and these important milestones like baby showers, and then and then you want to do the same. It's like no, you you didn't even you were holding me back when my father died. You were you were said I can't grieve him. And it's like, it's not unbelievable, honestly. Yeah. All right. People want to act like nothing happened, and it's just like, 
Wow. I know. Also, it doesn't excuse you just because you were a kid. Like, you know right and wrong from when you were eight years old. Okay. Yeah, it's like seven years old and on. So, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. Be- yeah, I was just going to say because kids, like, don't think of that kind of, like, cruel and unusual punishment. They do, though. Um, Kids who are not to blame. You know, once they think, once they're a little older, they can think. Am I the asshole for asking my brother what did he do to deserve getting cheated on? I, 22 male, live with my parents while finishing my college degree. I do not pay rent, but I pay my utilities and some of the house bills. My twin brother, Mark, moved away in 2021, but came back this year after his girlfriend kicked him out of their place. Two weeks ago, my younger sister, Gia, 19 female, broke up with her boyfriend, and after much prodding, We finally found out it was because he had been cheating with one of his female friends behind her back for months. Needless to say, Gia was heartbroken over it. He was her first boyfriend after all, and she got cheated on that way, and to find out the way she did is traumatizing to say the least. Because of that, my parents and I have been going out of our way to be nicer to her. Nothing too excessive, but my mom has been doing her laundry and baking more treats Gia likes lately. My dad gave her his credit card so she can replace the things she left at her ex's place. And I've been cooking more things she likes in order to cheer her up. The only one who hasn't done anything to cheer her up is Mark. In fact, it's like he's been going out of his way to be a jerk to her. For example, when Gia was showing me the girl her ex cheated on her with, he was sitting by my side. He took one look at the girl and said, damn, she's way hotter than you. To which I said, thank God, it would be a lot worse if you thought your sister was hotter than a non-related chick. Which made him get pissy and go to his room. But the damage had been done. He's been making a lot of those digs lately. When I asked him why, he said that it was because he was annoyed that everyone was babying Gia. Because she's a grown woman, and that type of thing happens to everyone. And she shouldn't get special treatment for it. To which I pointed out that when he got kicked out, he got the same treatment and never complained about the babying, even though he's older than her, and that made him shut up for a while. Yesterday, I was making breakfast and decided to make Gia's favorite, Nutella waffles. Mark got to the table, got himself some waffles, and everything was normal. Then Gia got to the table. We all started talking, and Gia mentioned how she had to block her ex and his friends because they kept bothering her to go and talk to him. She was clearly bothered by it. Then Mark said, You should go talk to him. God knows what you put that poor guy through to deserve to get cheated on the way you did. That was the wrong thing to say, for many obvious reasons. And I can't believe he would say that out loud. So I decided not to hold back and asked him, Damn, sorry if you think that way. But going by that logic, what did you do to Drew, his first girlfriend, for her to cheat on you? He did not like that, but couldn't fight my logic. So all he did was to grab the rest of the breakfast and left for his room. And he hasn't left ever since. And now I feel guilty for what I said. My mom thinks I was too cruel to him and should apologize. But dad and Gia thinks I said nothing wrong. So, am I the asshole? Yeah, I think you are not the asshole. Like, this guy needs to be put in his place. Is Where the hell are these kind of statements? Who says this kind of stuff for, to their sibling or to anybody who had just exactly. gotten cheated on? Right, like you're an absolute asshole, and the first thing I think of is that he cheated on the girlfriend that just kicked him out. Right, 
That's the first thing I think of. Because his first girlfriend cheated on him. And then he was living with this other girl, who was his girlfriend. And suddenly got kicked out. Why did he get kicked out? Right. Why? Because he probably cheated on her. Yeah. And now he comes back and he's like, well, um... What did he do to the guy? Yeah, what? He's trying to make it justified for him. For he's trying to project the justification of him cheating on his girlfriend. Exactly. Onto you know his sister who just got cheated on, and trying to make it like seem like it was her fault, which is the same thing he's probably trying to do to his ex girlfriend. I know. I'm sorry, Patty. The whole time, just like Nutella waffles. Oh my gosh. Does this sound really good though? I know. Um, everyone voted not the asshole. Yeah, like, uh, for, for goodness sakes, like, you don't say that to your, a girl, especially your sister. Yeah, what an absolute asshole. Seriously. Um, the top comment says, not the asshole, if he can dish it out, he should be able to take it. Maybe yeah. it'd help him realize what an asshole he's being. <sighs> yeah. Someone else said, not the asshole. Sounds like Mark is projecting what happened when he got cheated on Jujia. Yeah. He probably did something that caused a rift between himself and Drew that pushed her to see someone else. And instead of facing that fact, he's taking it out on his sister. Yeah. Or he's jealous that she is getting support that he didn't during the first breakup. OP replies, the worst part is that he did get the same type of support during his breakup with Drew. The only difference is, is that since he still lived at home during that time, he didn't have to do any chores and instead of giving him his credit card to replace what he left at Drew's place. His dad, or my dad, gave him his credit card so that he could buy video games he wanted. But besides all that, it was all the same. So I don't understand why he's being, a hi- why he's having a hissy fit right. over that now. Fuck, even Gia supported him during that time by baking his favorite cakes since he really likes her baking. I know, it's insane, dude. Someone else said, not the asshole. He can dish it out but not take it. What the fuck is wrong with Mark exactly? Yeah. Does he not have any filter? You see oh, like he and might, then yeah. I remember OP basically says, like, yeah, he hasn't really had a filter. He has a trash mouth. And that, you know, it runs in a family or something. Really? It seems uh, like he might have, like, Asperger's, some kind of, like, social. No, I think he's just projecting. Yeah. And, like, it's funny that someone's, like, oh, projecting, like, happened when his girlfriend cheated on him but yeah. i really think it's that he just cheated on the most recent girlfriend he just had yeah probably that's probably why yep yeah well we are going to end it here <laughs> folks so, thank you for so much for listening thank you for listening to this podcast please follow us on love life support on tiktok or yeah Love life underscore support on Instagram. Instagram, right? And yeah. Wonderful. We will catch you next time. Peace. Bye.